Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Officer Overview. I'm Captain Nick James, your MEC Chairman. In this monthly podcast, we'll share what's new at Endeavor, we'll talk about a key topic, and we'll answer a pilot question. If you have a question or idea for a topic to address, please email edvcoms at alpa.org. That music means it's a segment we're calling What's New? Well, to start, I'm new, as is the officers. David Zergat is your new uh, vice chairman of the MEC, followed by Jade Shiwi, first officer, is going to be your new MEC secretary treasurer. We began our terms December 1st. Previously, I have served as your negotiating committee chairman for four years, on the committee for five, with a short stint as a grievance committee member prior to that. I want to take just a couple of moments to talk to you about our philosophies at the uh, MEC level and some of the goals that we have for the pilot group moving forward. One of the first things that we want to do is revamp our communication structure so that we can be more transparent and more communicative with the pilot group. And this podcast is one of the ways that we are going to reach out to you. We are going to make this a, a monthly podcast. The other way that we're going to enhance our communication structure is through all pilot conference calls that we're tentatively scheduling two to four conference calls per year. These will be in a very similar format that you may be used to in recurrent ground school lunches, where we will cover a variety of topics and we will answer your questions and address your concerns. For the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, this episode one, we are gonna focus on our number one priority and our number one topic at this airline over the last few months, which is our progression for all campaign. I wanna talk to you briefly about what the campaign is not, and I also want to talk to you about what the campaign is. And I want to talk about the goals that we are trying to achieve with the Progression for All campaign. But we'll start with what it's not. The first thing that it's not is it's not a demand for a flow. This is something that I hear from the pilot group on a consistent basis. We have never actually asked Delta for a flow. Now, that's not to say that we would not accept a flow program to Delta, but that's not actually what we are trying to solve. What we are trying to solve is guaranteed and contractual. Guaranteed can look like a lot of different things, ranging from a flow to a staple to integration or to something like the career advancement plan that we introduced in 2018, which was a meritorious-based program that allowed the pilot at Endeavor to earn the promotion through a series of objective-based criteria and not be subjected to the subjectivity found in the current Delta interview process. So we've kind of defined what we are looking for and what we're not looking for as far as the Progression for All campaign is concerned. Now we have to define what problems we're trying to solve. As the former negotiating committee chairman, I take a look at the Progression for All campaign the same way I took a look at the myriad of LOAs that I helped negotiate at this property. And the Progression for All campaign or Progression for All is the solution to the problem. So what are the problems that are facing our carrier and our pilot group at the moment? Well, the number one problem is the lack of job security at Endeavor. We have 109 aircraft that are guaranteed through 2026, and that uh, fleet guarantee was a result of negotiations during LOA 91. With our current slated growth from GoJet, Our end state fleet should be right around 185 aircraft. That leaves a little over 40% of our fleet under no contractual guarantee. 
That's approximately 1,000 pilots at our carrier that are not secured jobs and not secured careers here at Endeavor. And if we were to lose that flying, if it were, be, if it were to be shifted to a competitor such as Republic or SkyWest or possibly another carrier within the market, not only would the 1,000 pilots um, that lack that job security be affected, but the 1,500 pilots that will remain here also will be affected through the loss of seniority. Captains would be displaced to the right seat, line holders would become reserve, people that could hold weekends off would no longer have weekends off. So we are very, very sensitive to our lack of job security. We have engaged with both Delta and Endeavor about this concern, even most recently through our dynamic training scheduling negotiations about trying to increase our fleet guarantee. And we have uh, not been successful in, in that endeavor. So lack of job security is certainly a very important issue here. Does progression for all solve it completely? No, but it does minimize your risk exposure as it keeps pilots moving through the seniority list and keeps the mechanism working the way it should be. The next problem that we see here at Endeavor is the fact that not once, not twice, but three times, Delta Airlines have circumvented our negotiating process and our joint collective bargaining agreement. And they did it with programs such as the Endeavor to Delta program, or ETD of 2014. They've done it with the Delta Guaranteed Interview Program, or DGI. And they are currently also doing it with Propel. And I want to take some time and explain those three programs. The ETD was a program back in 2014 that was introduced to try to stem our hiring woes. We were in the middle of the throes of bankruptcy, a concessionary contract, 33% pay hits, and instead of recognizing our abysmal pay rates, work rules, degradation, and quality of life to the existing cadre of pilots that were propping up this carrier, Delta chose to give a new hire that was able to pass a modified Endeavor to Delta interview program, a flow to the Delta mainline after a certain service requirement to Endeavor. So nothing for existing pilots, but something for someone that hadn't even served a minute in the enterprise. And obviously as an association, we were very sensitive to that. The second time that they thwarted our contract and our bargaining process was with the DGI. And while we were in the middle of good negotiations that were improving the contract and improving the lives of pilots here, we were still sensitive to this and we raised the issue with Delta and our concerns about circumventing that process. Because that process is how we bring value to our customers and that is you. You are our customers. So we always need to be wary of that. The third way in which they have circumvented it is now Propel. And the challenge with Propel is that a pilot doesn't even actually have to fly at Endeavor to have a better and more clear defined pathway than our current brand loyal professional aviators that every day make Endeavor and make Delta the brand that they are today and the carrier that they are today. In fact, a Propel pilot can fly against us. They can fly at a SkyWest property. They can fly at a Republic property. They have the ability to fly at a non-DCI carrier, such as maybe an American wholly owned, with a flow in their back pocket and the Propel in the other side. And this is something that we must be wary of. Our ability as an association, my ability as the former negotiating committee chairman, our MEC's ability to bring you real value is through the bargaining process, through our contract. And that is why we are looking for guaranteed and contractual career progression. So the Progression for All campaign is simply the solution. It is a call to Delta to re-engage in bargaining with the Endeavor MEC towards guaranteed and contractual. And we have made strides in that area.
We're also sensitive about programs that create winners and losers at our property. Some pilots will move on to the Delta Mainline platform and their careers are secured, while others will continue to reside at Endeavor, flying Delta passengers in Delta-owned airplanes to Delta destinations for Delta revenue and Delta dollars. They do the same job. They have the same policies and procedures. They fly the same customers. They represent the same brand. But the disparate treatment, both in job security and contractual provisions and pay opportunities, cannot be ignored. Beyond the winners and losers, the other reason that a career progression model could be very, very beneficial to both Delta and Endeavor is by keeping our longevity costs low. Yes, we have the highest pay scale in the industry, but that pay scale would not affect our bottom line profitability if we didn't have anyone in those top tiers. And a progression for all campaign that is guaranteed and contractual would certainly mitigate and eliminate most of those costs. So this campaign is about solving problems. We are going to approach this with the same type of philosophies that have made us successful at the negotiating table. It's about our parent company recognizing our skill and value. It's about finding a positive solution to the issues facing our pilots. It's about fair and contractual career progression. And in the end, it's about unity and positivity. So please join me, join the MEC, join your fellow aviators in wearing the orange lanyard and taking off your hat. We have time for a question, 4560. In this segment, we're going to take a question from the front line. In every episode, we'll answer a question directly from you. Again, if you have a question and you'd like one of us to answer it, please send it to edvcoms at alpa.org. Since today is the first episode, we're going to answer the most commonly asked questions that we receive either through EDV contract questions or through recurrent ground school lunches. The question that we've received today is what else is the union working on? Yes, career progression is our number one priority, but what else, what other bargaining priorities is the union willing to engage on with the company? Well, typically the negotiating committee keeps a list of about 24 or so strategic objectives that are identified by the pilot group through the reps, through the officers, through recurrent ground school lunches to the negotiators. They keep that list and they will engage with the company at any point in time to unlock contractual value for you, our customers. Some of those items include right now, synthetic credit in training and in vacation months. We know the pilot group is highly sensitive to the loss of days off that are experienced as a result of our abysmal synthetic credit. We're also looking at short stay hotel language because we don't have any that exists in the contract today. There's a myriad of reserve rule improvements that we could be looking at just to name a few items. The MEC has not authorized the negotiating committee to shut down bargaining, actually quite the opposite. It is still business as usual as we pursue our goals of guaranteed and contractual career progression. Now, some of you have might noticed that the pace of LOAs that we became accustomed to in 2014, 15, 16, 17 has slowed down, and that is true. But we were averaging almost a letter of agreement per month, which is a torrid pace and one that probably could not be sustained. But the biggest reason for the change was that the company began hiring in anticipation of growth, and that growth did not materialize for an additional 12 to 18 months, making us heavy on pilots. As we see the landscape shift in 2020, both in an increase in utilization of aircraft and with adding in additional hauls from GoJet, 
We believe that that landscape is going to change, creating a more friendly labor environment as far as our staffing is concerned. And we do believe that we are going to be able to engage in more consistent bargaining with the company once again and be able to secure some of your contractual improvements, enhancements, and strategic objectives. So it is still business as usual on the negotiating front while we still try to capture guaranteed and contractual career progression. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to our opening podcast. Again, this hopefully will become a monthly staple in the communication diet. I hope uh, everybody is flying safe out there and enjoying the trips that they are on. Please reach out to your reps, your MEC, or your officers with any questions, concerns, comments, or feedback that you may have. Take care, everyone. 31, runway 28,